Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, this is Stephanie Hi, Megan. Megan. You're listening You're to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke girl therapy. <laughs> therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. No. Big deal. I mean, do you want to talk about it too? I feel like that's like very fresh on your mind. I know that. We, I know. I'm like. I, I mean, yeah, I'm just can. hate recording because I'm like we've yeah. been sitting here for like. Yeah. Okay. We can do it. Yeah. I just might have to like edit some names. I mean, we could, or you could just use whatever you're comfortable with. If you don't, you don't even want it out there. That's fine too. I could. I feel like no. I feel like this should be talked about because yeah. like you don't see a lot of, especially when I'm like doom scrolling on TikTok. Like everything yeah. is about like six red flags in a man and i'm like or in a relationship and it's like what about with women and what about your friendships like yeah no one's really talking about friendships so i mean we could, I yeah could we're gonna that. have you i'm, I'm gonna have get, you like should should get closer, closer to the mic. make sure you're like okay at a distance right here or even if you turn like make sure you're still close <clears throat> sorry i have to like mic does it get on. like louder if i get closer or no it does like, but okay. it's 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 fine it's at like a good level i mean you're not you don't have like a loud voice so i'm not worried about you okay Oh, wait, I know my the TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the TV's like, I'm like fucking playing in the background. Well, because I don't have any drama in my life, so I'm watching it. You kind of do have drama in your life. Well, I'm like, now I do have drama, and I never have drama. So when I do, it's yeah. like, I'm shooketh. Like, I don't. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. It actually made me spiral for like a week. Yeah. No, I know exactly where you're going through. And I've actually like done an episode about it, like on the pod. And I think that like. It, it should be normalized because I think it's like a part of growing up and a part of like our age too. Like I feel like yeah. at this part of our lives, we're past like the point of, you know, uh, figuring, I mean, we're still figuring our shit out, but it's like, we're, we're becoming like who we are. Like we like, or know ourselves more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So let's get into it guys. Cause we've been like, we've had, we already did like three episodes <laughs> without recording. <laughs> We had a lot to catch up we on. We had so much to yes. catch up on. Um, yeah. It's recording there, recording here. Oh okay. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy. And I have the baddest, and she hasn't been here in forever, Zuleika. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. So <laughs> Zuleika's actually been on the show about like six or seven years ago when I like first like started. You were like one of the first episodes I've done. I don't even know if it's still up because like no. I- is, I, I feel like it's hair, tor- like tor- it's just like horrible. It's just like I don't think. <laughs> I think it's I was talking like, about work. What did a we talk work? about? I don't know. You know what it is. Every time I see you, um, a background story. We've been we're, we're from the same hometown. We didn't go to the same high school together. How did we become friends again? 
a mutual friend. Yeah. Oh, that right. I'm not friends okay. with anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I think also. I think we just had several mutual friends. Like yeah. I felt like I always like just like saw you around like the internet yeah. parties and just like. Were you on Tumblr? Yes. Maybe we were Tumblr friends. Were we Tumblr friends? Yeah. I don't. <gasps> maybe. That would have been really cute <laughs> if we were. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yes, we follow each other on Tumblr. And I think okay. I really loved your Tumblr. <laughs> I made a like, couple friends out of Tumblr. So yeah. I'm like, that's why. Because I felt mm-hmm. like, I, cause now it's like coming back to me. Like, I felt like, yeah, I would see you. Obviously, I saw you around because of just like mutual friends. But I would see you like online and just like, yeah, like your interests. Like, you you know, just Tumblr, you just like are so deep and you express yourself, you know, yeah. that you feel like very connected to people. And I felt very connected to you. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I think one day we were just like, we should like hang out. Yeah. We just started hanging we out. We were both like in LA, like yeah. early 20s, kind of yes. like figuring our stuff out. And then every time we would hang out, we were always just talking about like, I feel like it's kind boys. of still a conversation. Well, boys. But life. And that's but what life. I love about you is that you're so, like, you're mature. And I feel like it's okay. not just about, it's not just about boys. And, like, you're able to talk about life. And, like, you take yeah. things real. Oh, and I feel thanks. like we connect We connect we, on that. I always, I love talking to you because it's always, like, yeah, we talk about boys. But it gets, like, deeper than that. Like, yeah. like why do we do this? And, like, we, <laughs> yeah. like, unpack it. And yeah. then we're just, like, you know. And then, yeah, we always, like, are talking about, like, our dreams, I feel like. And like, goals, our career yeah. goals. Like, and we also both have jobs that are not very traditional. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, we end up being, like, a nurse or, like, an accountant or, like, yeah. no shade to those because we need those people. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> we need you guys. But, like, yeah, like, it. we always, yeah, we're always, like, going for, like, the unconventional, like, life. Yeah. And so, yeah. And following our creative pursuits. Yeah, and then, like, the struggle of that and be like, what do we want? And, like, going through just, like, shitty bosses. We knew what we didn't want. Yeah. And now we're at a place where I think we're figuring, like, what we do want. And I think we're playing that out. Like, we're we're doing it now. Yeah, like, I I remember we had a moment earlier where where I was like, I think I'm going to be okay. And you're like, me too. I've been thinking that too. And, like, because we're so used to being, like, are we going to be okay? And, like, constantly being on, like, especially in our early 20s. Yeah. We were, like... Yeah, we would just be drunk at a bar, just be like, "Are we gonna be okay? Like, what is our life?" Yeah, no, I love the, th- I love my thirties. Yeah, I think this is a good, it's a good place. What's like the yeah. difference between your thirties and your twenties for you? I think my thirties, you pretty much know who you are. Yeah, I think when you're in your twenties, you're trying to figure out who you are, like what your interests are, and you're confused. And at least me, like I gaslit myself a lot. Like really? Yeah, like I didn't think maybe I was really? capable. Whereas now I just feel like I, I'm doing things and I have that trust. I like, I'm able to trust myself and my abilities. Right. Yeah. So I feel like now, yeah, my thirties now, like I don't, I don't have that fear. Right. I think it's because like you have life experience now and yeah. you're able to be like, oh, I've survived all of that. Yes. <laughs> so. I think you've survived a lot. Yeah. Yes. Same. And the worst like heartbreaks and you were, okay. So like. We want to talk about everything. I want to talk about the friendships. I want to talk about your exes. I want to talk about your dating life. Everything. Because we're honest. Because me and Zuleika, like, we don't talk every day. We don't hang out all the time. So then when we see each other, probably, like, once once a year. But not even. Pre-COVID? It'd be, like, a FaceTime a year or something like that. But FaceTimed you, like, during that breakup. Yes. And then I just, we pick up right where we left off. And it's, like, we just catch up with each other. Yeah. And it's like time has not passed, which yeah. I want that I, to change I though. I know. When, when I go back to LA, I want to like bug you yeah. and be like, let's do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So, but no, that's what, that's what I love about our friendship is that like, cause I hate those friends that make you feel guilty for like not hanging out with them or like not doing stuff with them. And I'm like, we have lives, you know? Yeah. And so we see each other and like, we don't ever like guilt each other with that. Like no. we're just like, it isn't, it's not weird because we haven't yeah. seen each other in years. It just feels like the same, even though we've yeah. like grown into different people, like yeah. each phase of that, like, yeah. We have respect for each other. And I think we're always like supporting each other. Like I'm always supporting. I'm always rooting for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, look at her, this yogi bitch. Like, I'm like, I want to take a yoga class. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I want to like do that with you. So, well, once I move back in like a month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll do it. But okay. So. What if do you, you ever want, need like a cat sitter? <gasps> yes. I'll cat sit. Yes, you can practice. My cat is, she's so cute. She's going to, you're going to, she's going to make you fall in love and get like okay, your good. own cat. Like good. she's one of those cats. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of a cunt, but like, it's fine. Okay. But she's <laughs> very fine. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's a fucking bitch. Um, but okay. What do you want? To, what is your heart wanting to talk about right now? My because heart. I don't want to force you to yeah. talk about something that you're like, you're like wanting to talk about. Do you want to talk about the boundaries in their friendships right now? We can, we can talk about anything. I don't know. Whatever you, I'm an open book. I liked our conversation about the friendship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. It is like pretty, it did turn my world upside down. So I feel like, yeah, that could. So maybe we could start with like, they're that friend now. Let's give her a name. Yeah. I'm not good at, I'm so bad at giving Uh, people names. I'm not good at Tiffany. 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 Okay. So maybe we could talk about Tiffany. Okay. And kind of like. Uh, just a little brief background of you guys and then just get into like what you've been feeling right now. Okay. Cause it's, and also yeah. like, this is no shade to her as well. Like this isn't a shade podcast. Like we're not, this is you just like talking no. about your experiences with it. And I'm sure Tiffany has her own like journey as well too. And that's like separate, but this is yours. Yeah. And this is nothing against like yeah. her. And I just want to like preface that yeah. just in case. She's no, I feel like we've been, we've been talking about too is like, or at least I've been talking about because right. it's so important to me is like this whole thing about like setting boundaries. And I've been in the space of creating boundaries, setting them and learning what they are with men and relationships. And I th- think I've just come to a place now with like my friend that I'm like, I th- this also applies with friends. You know, I think boundaries are just like you're cutting out things that don't serve you in your life yeah. and like protecting yourself. Um, and so I'm learning that now. And like my friend, we've been friends for like 16 years. I just did the math like the other day. Yeah. So it's like, a long like a, time. Like since high school. Yeah. Like, yeah. Since high school. And I feel like with friendship or high school friendships, like you go so far back and it's so, you're so many different people. Like I'm not the same person. Oh, 1000%. You know? Oh my God. So different. Yeah. And I feel <laughs> yeah. like, you continue to grow and like you love each other and I love my friends, but you start to feel shifts or like, Ooh, I think I need to like speak up on like certain things, you know? Did you ever um, find yourself to be like the people pleaser or oh, the one that 100%. like, or the one that was 100%. like picked on in your friend group and you just like took it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I'm learning now that actually being a people pleaser is kind of being a liar. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you're kind of being a little bit of a manipulator because you're holding back like the truth, which is, I don't know, your truth, or you're trying to manipulate a situation to be comfortable or for other people, but you're actually doing yourself a disservice. Oh, 1000%. Yeah. And like, it is kind of true that you, you're kind of like lying to people and not like, 
and also maybe yeah in a manipulative way because yeah you're like i don't want them to get mad at me like i just want the you know like yeah. it's just yeah and then well, you end up being fucking hurt in the end I'm, well i'm also seeing like it enables people's behavior because mm. i can do something that's so true out of so much love and right. like you know you just let things slide because you love them and you know that they love you but then at a certain point you're not holding them accountable, accountable. if you're not speaking up Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to burp to that. And she gave me a Diet Coke today. Not sponsored. So I'm going to be burping throughout this whole thing. But yeah. Yeah. No, it's very true. Oh, and that was deep. Yeah. Like, it's so true because it's like, yeah, you see people being like fucking batshit crazy. And you're just like, yeah. they're just, okay. Like, I don't want to like deal with it. But you're like, no, like. Yeah. It's, yeah. You need no. to stop. You need yeah. to be held accountable because. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, with this friend too is, um. Like we were talking earlier, I took a five-month break from drinking, which brought me a lot of clarity. And recently I went to a bachelorette and I was aware of that. I was like, I'm not going to drink as much. And, you know, everyone was like partying. Everyone was, we went on a party bus on a wine tasting tour. And it was like wild. Like, oh, like, how many people? It was like 11, Oof, 10 girls, one gay guy. That's so many people. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And there's even That's moments. a lot of girls. <laughs> I don't a lot think of I have energy. any girlfriends anymore. This is probably why I was traumatized after. I'm right. like, this is a lot of feminine energy, gay energy. A lot. Just yeah. gen- like just, Yeah, a lot. Yeah. A lot. And it's like, I, it was like 11 a.m. We were in Temecula. And yeah. the party bus picked us up at 11 a.m. And I'm getting into the party bus. And it's like, I'm drinking an Alani. I'm like, I just need an energy drink to like even keep up. Cause we had went out the I'm night literally before. the same way. I always have to have like a Red Bull yeah. every night or something because yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I, can't, I guess. Yeah. I but I knew I was like so tired. We're like, the, it's not doing anything. Oh shit. And people are like, you know, have a drink. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm just chilling. You know, it's yeah. like, but a drink is going to make you even sleepier. Yeah. So it's like, but this is something that I'm coming into myself too, is like, I just want to be myself. Like I, it's not that I, I'm not, I won't drink, but I'm like, I, I don't feel like I need to drink. It's 11 a.m. Like, right. I don't right. know. Maybe yeah. back then, like, and this is the thing with these friendships, right? It's like you go through your 20s and everything and you're doing that. Like, these so are like the friends you do that with. You're partying, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I can party, but like, I want to party like a 32-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, day drinking is like tough for me because especially when it's hot, like, I oh, don't yeah. like drinking when it's hot because yeah. like, you get even more dehydrated, like your head hurts, like you're like hung over in the middle of the day. Yeah. It's, a lot. it's too much for me. Yeah, yeah. It is a lot. 11 a.m. Oh. Yeah. What was it, I saying? It was a lot. For <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, I know. I need to get over this. Um, yeah. It's well, almost 11 a.m. And you're just kind of like, I just want to be myself and I just want to party like a 32 year old. Yeah, totally. Um, and there's just, there's a couple of things with, with my friendship that I've been feeling like we're in different places in our life. And I'm also feeling the inclination to speak up for myself. Um, and there was a couple scenarios like she, I took a nap. I had to take a nap. I'm like, I woke up from my nap and then, you know, she came over, she had, she was Liddy took some Adderall and I'm like, you know, she wanted me to take Adderall and I'm like, no girl, I'm good. Like I'm, right. I'm good. I was like, I don't even think you needed it. Like, right. you know, I get it. You want to keep going. I don't know. Have a Red Bull or take right. a nap, something. Right. I don't know. Um, and so I was like, you know, I'm just going to have a talk with her later about, about like, actually I'm more of like an ambivert. I've learned like I What's am an ambivert. 
An ambivert is like... I need a tissue. I need to see. Sorry. <laughs> Ever since I've been in LA, guys, my allergies have been crazy. Like, I just... I'm, I'm going through it. But continue. An ambivert is like... I think that's what I am, too. It's like you're half... I don't know specifically, but it's like you're part extrovert, part introvert. Yeah, I think that's what... Because we were, yes. like, saying, like, we're, like, the same thing where it's, like, we're super extroverted, but... And I think people will, like, assume that I'm always extroverted, but, like... There's such an introverted side of me yeah. too that I'm like, I need to pull away and I need like a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I learned. It's like I, for the longest time, thought I was an introvert because I was really quiet. And I think actually that's because I was, I was coming into my own. So I think I was like really oh, shy and I didn't yeah. have, I didn't know how to use my voice. Yeah. And I think like even like. I feel like I was like that when I was little. Yeah, I was like that a lot when I was little. I was really yeah, shy. Same. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. <laughs> but then I, I think I gained more confidence. And then even like through like my last long-term relationship, like I, and also teaching yoga, like yeah. I had to, phys- I had to literally use my voice and like find confidence in that. And I also think like ambiverts, like you have only so much social battery, but you recharge by being alone. And that is me a hundred percent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like I can be very talkative, but then I equally need that much time to like. I want to like not talk sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I am. And then sometimes I'm like, I hate being alone for too long. Oh yeah, and then I need to like go out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, It's a balance because I think some people and shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So my friend Tiffany, she's she's an extrovert, like she's a Gemini. Like, uh, super social, like, yeah. yeah. The duality, too, is there. Like, there's right. just, there's, there's things that are like to my core fundamentally different than her yeah um and I'm I'm just at a point where I'm like okay I think my friends should know this and I think most some of them do like you know you just vibe differently but yeah. with her it's like she loves to talk and like talk about nothing for hours and like <laughs> I could I could do that for a little I yeah. could do small talk for a little but then I reach a point where I'm like what the fuck are we talking about like right right, right. I don't Oh, she reminds me of like a friend that I had. Do you know who? Yeah, yeah. She's like, 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 just like, yeah, like always. It doesn't, yeah. And you're just sometimes you're like, this has no substance. There's no substance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's kind of draining, like, because I'm, because they're like talking about people. And it's requiring mental energy for me to like make a connection. And I'm like, oh shit, there is no connection. Like, you're just talking stupid. Yeah. 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 You're just talking just to fucking talk. And you're just like, yeah. Yeah. I, I had a friend like that. Yeah. So that's, yeah, so it's a lot. And so, yeah, that was, that was another thing. And then like another thing that happened over the bachelorette was I had a boob job. (laughs) Okay. Now everyone knows I have a a boob job too. I had two, but I, there's a scar from the surgery and I had, I had shared now with you all. Yeah. Now (laughs) because it's not, you know what? And I'm glad I'm doing this because it's not an insecurity It it never was, but it's just, I had a scar and I, I told her about it and we were like in a group setting, me, her and, and someone else and this other girl and she's really cool and she's really sweet, but I just, I don't know her that well. And you know, she's like, Tiffany wanted to see my boobs and like, I get it. It's a thing. And I'm like, sure, whatever. You can see my boobs. She wanted to see my nipple. I'm like, all right. (laughs) Like. I don't really. No, I was just okay. If I wasn't that drunk, I wasn't. You weren't there. Yeah. No. And I think if this was a guy, if this was a guy doing this, it would be like a different story. Yeah. So I feel like women should just be just as accountable. Women, friends, just should be just as accountable to like. If you don't like, this is your body. Like, and it's up to you if you want to share that you had a boob job. It's up to you if you want to fucking share your nipple and your tits yeah. you know like you're empowered to do that but you're also empowered to not do that if you don't want to that's so I'm like so that's, glad you said that because that's so I, I think i think it's fucked up and maybe she was just so drunk but even that yeah. that's not even an excuse i don't want to give that as an excuse but i think that like yeah she should be held accountable to be like you need to respect yeah. my space yeah. like this is my tits my boob job my fucking body like yeah don't like she should be just as much held accountable just as a, a man would in so much trouble for that yeah no I'm glad you brought that up because it so post bachelor it was like it was like PTSD where I'm like Mm -hmm. recounting all the social it was a lot you know so I'm like what the fuck like that actually is like it made me realize like I'm not actually insecure about my boobs it's like I got I got a boob job so that it could be a part of my body so when you point it out it it's like a it's no one likes to have just their body parts be yeah. pointed out. Yeah. No matter if it's an insecurity or not. Like it's like 
it's like violating when it's just like when it comes out of nowhere like that like so yeah. aggressively to be like yeah. show your nipple show your scar <laughs> yeah. show like yeah but it's just like bro not, like yeah. i don't fucking like m- m- like ask me be like do you want to show us yeah instead of being like show me like show them yeah. like i don't i don't like that no yeah. matter how close you are as friends because I, I i've i've seen you know friends do that to each other yeah. as well too because i think it's just like it's fine like we're all girls here but it's like no, yeah. like we should still be respecting other women's and uh, any other person's body, no matter the fucking yeah. gender. It's a physical boundary. It's a physical yeah. boundary. Yeah. You know, it's like you, yeah. you need to consent to that. And then, you know, I think in these long friendships, so it's like this is something that I know about her. And I think mm-hmm. um, I think I understand her intentions and her intention is maybe to create some type of connection with um with Sammy, with, with the three of us. You know, she right. wanted to talk about something. She meant well. She meant well. But doesn't mean she shouldn't <laughs> yes. be held accountable. Yes. I'm not saying she's a bad person. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's one of those moments, because I've been that person too. Like, we're like, yeah, yeah, I just show, whatever, because I have a mouse and I could just say <laughs> random shit. And like, people have called me out. i be like, I don't want to, you know? And so it's yeah. like, it's like, you're not, how are you going to learn unless someone like holds you accountable? So she just needs to be held accountable to realize that she shouldn't do yeah. that again. Yeah. You know, and if she keeps doing it, then that's her fucking problem. Yeah, no, totally. Maybe she is a bad person, yeah, you know, but like. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and these are things that I think are, can be forgivable if you're able to come to an understanding. Um, yeah. But, you know, that happened and then other crazy stuff happened or she had a few meltdowns and just stuff, yeah, that didn't have anything to do with me, but I you know, wanted to take this as a proactive way to bring this up in the friendship and like set those boundaries, which ultimately is just like, Hey, if I, you know, don't want to be drinking or be under the influence of anything, like I just want to be chilling. I'm cool. Like, you know, and if you don't think that's cool, then you can ask me and you can say like, I noticed you're quiet. (laughs) Yeah is everything okay? And I will tell you, like, I'm confident enough now in my journey to tell you, I'm not gonna, right. you know, be quiet. Um, cause I, I used to do that. Yeah. And I think, so back to like the trauma, right, right, I'm right. realizing it opens old wounds where I'm like, why is this making, why is this so hard for me to say this? Like, all I'm doing is telling a friend like, Hey, if I'm just quiet, it's okay. Because in the past I've told people, like, if I'm quiet, it's okay. I can be alone. And people took that to the other end of the spectrum. Right. Where now they're, like, they're not even texting me. They're, like, they actually leave me alone. Right. And so I'm scared that... People would leave you. Yeah. Like, actually abandon you in yeah, the situation. Yeah, it is an abandonment thing where in the past yeah. I've said, like, I'm cool. Nothing's wrong. And then people, like, leave. And I'm, like, shit, Aww. that's not what I wanted. Like, right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I think like growing up is now like having the confidence of like that's why I just want to reach an understanding with my friends of like you know I did the work I'm like this is the solution like because sometimes I think people project their extroversion or like they're talking because that's their way of making sure that something's like okay or like they just yeah what do you like sense like give an example like I think I think some people don't like silence because they think that 
I, I don't know. Or like they I, got to get like, stuck with their thoughts. Probably. Yes. Yeah. They'd have to like. Yeah. Yeah. Because being stuck with your thoughts sometimes is a scary thing. Yeah. You know, or like uh, sitting alone with yourself is like pretty scary if you're not used to it, you know, because yeah. especially if you're going through something. Yeah. And like maybe it helped because for me, I felt like the most extroverted I've ever been was because I was depressed and disassociating from myself. So like me going out. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm so congested. Just bear with me. <laughs> so me going out, me partying, me, like, you know, being with friends and, like, all this stuff was a way to kind of, like, run away from myself because yeah. I don't want to sit with myself and my thoughts because I'll get sad or yeah. my mind will go whatever. But it's, like, a sign that I probably should do that, you know? Yeah. Like, you should sit with yourself and, like, uh, allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to, like, yeah, you know, like, understand, like, what's going on and have that conversation with yourself. But I think some people just don't know how to do that yet yeah or refuse to well I, f- I feel like that really resonates in this, <laughs> in yeah. this situation yeah because is she like going that, through something like is it just like yeah is her life not like, really where she wants it to be i feel like there's a couple things she's not happy with in her life she had a she had a recently moved to another state um because of money issues she started a new career okay she also like left a seven-year relationship and like you know you're uprooting you're changing your whole life yeah um and i've been i mean shit someone who's been there too like it's it's hard when you're struggling and you see your friends doing well like i've i've been that friend that like would find myself getting jealous of my friends who were doing great yeah you know and like whether or not i you know hold resentment towards them was really just like is is uh yeah like i think i would i think i would definitely hold resentment sometimes but I would catch myself and be like okay but you could get there too bitch like the fuck you know um but it's but sometimes people really it's like tough for them to see especially when it's like one of your best friends or especially if it's someone you grew up with when you had the same timeline you know of life and then to see them be at a different place than yours in a place that you know you want to be in it's like it's hard to watch you know because honestly like even you know i haven't seen you in so long but i came in i was like oh my god zuleika's like killing it you know she's has this beautiful apartment she has her job she's like you know pursuing her dream with like yoga like you're you know like you're you're single and you're you're doing independent thing you're paying your bills and i know that you just got out of relationship so i know how tough that is like to me i was like wow like Thank you. Like you're fucking killing it, you know? Thank and so if for someone who is maybe on the opposite end and is like yeah. close to you where they're like struggling with money, do a career change, which I've been there too, girl. Like yeah. I know it's tough, it's you know, and it's, but it's, but also like, it's an amazing thing to do to realize that like you need to make those changes. But yeah. you know, the transition is like yeah. fucking tough. And to see people do really well is like, oh, you know, yeah. like puts pressure. Yeah. So I don't know if that's exactly like that what she's going sense. through, but yeah. like it makes sense. It makes sense when you say it that way. Yeah. And it's also a little heartbreaking to hear because this is like, someone. No, we could do this yeah, together. And you, yeah. like, you worked hard. Like this shit wasn't just handed to you. You no. know, like you've worked hard to get here. It should be yeah. an inspiration. Um, Especially when you love and care someone so much for like so long. It's like it blows my mind that someone would think or take that you know, as a personal, in a personal way. Like, I'm like, no, we can support each other and like be there for each other. And sometimes you're going to be down and I'm going to be up and I'm going to be down and I want you to be there. Right. Like it goes both ways, you know? I think like through 
the you know whatever happens in the end if you either sorry i need to sneeze again can i have another no, tissue go paper? for it yeah pause Oh my god, you you're ever, so um, Hispanic. Did you ever grow up with Vicks? Oh, yes. I know, I know. It's like, but this is like... What do I do to smell just, it? You just smell it. You just inhale it. <laughs> it's like eucalyptus herbs. Wow, where'd you it's get like this? Amazon. It's like an Indian... herb inhaler. Yeah. I take that with me on festivals. Like, if you ever, if ever like, get anxious. Really? Or, like, a lot of people around me. I'll, like, it's just, it's calming, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my god. And it helps to clear, like, sinuses, too. It does smell really good. And it felt very calming just smelling that right now. <laughs> uh, I feel like I need to, like, take a Benadryl and just, like, knock out. But It's going to make you drowsy if you I take know. it. I have Benadryl. I, but it's gonna I'll probably just do it later tonight. Okay. Like, before I go to bed, just to, like... Because I've been having, like, ba- like, as soon as I came to L.A., like, my allergies was just, like, just got cranked okay. up. And I'm like, I don't know if it's just... The, it, the air is feels the, very dry. It, feel oh, it feels very dry. Like, even my lips are, like, getting, like, super dry. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like you haven't been gone that long. I know. I, but, I mean, I was in the Bay. The Bay is, like, very nice, like, colder weather. Like, it's, like, crisp. It's yeah, really it's, nice. like, really nice. And then I was yeah. in New York, and, like, it was really humid there. So I don't know if it's just, like, the mixture of, like, the weathers or something. Yeah, it probably is. Like, I came here, and I was like, ooh, it was, like, dry <laughs> as fuck, and then, like, my nose just started, like, yeah. anyways, allergies. <laughs> if you're struggling with allergies, comment <laughs> below, let me know. <laughs> uh, but that did really kind of help right now. Yeah, just keep, like, sniffing. Yeah, let me yeah. just keep sniffing yeah, throughout. just keep it. But anyways, mm-hmm. what were we saying? Um, supporting your friends through ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think just, like. So, yeah, I would say she's probably on a down. <laughs> And like, and that's okay. the thing is, is like, I'm, I'm up and down. I'm, I would say I'm like, I think there's like a middle ground and right. I try not to skew too high and too low Yeah, because I know that I have very high highs. Yeah. So when I feel down, especially like if I'm starting my period, like, or something, I'm like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. I'm mindful right now. Like it's my period. It's this like low hormonal. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like, let but, me ask. So she was in a seven year relationship. Like, was it a very dependent relationship? Like, did he really, like, pay for a lot of things? Like, were they... Like, what was that, like, dynamic about? Because... Mike, my ex-ex? No, no, no. Your... Oh. Uh, Tiffany and her... Oh. Seven-year... She said she was in a seven-year relationship, right? Yeah. Um, I would say he mostly paid for things. Like, was she, like, dependent she paid, on him maybe. financially? Mm, she she worked for him actually okay so um but she paid like a quarter of the rent mm. and they would split things like she would buy groceries okay and then he would pay for dinner like yeah maybe the bigger things like she did con- contribute but i would say he probably paid for more yeah which is like because yeah. it, it's hard to go from like especially seven years of like a partnership like that like i can't imagine and then yeah. being single and then realizing like how broke you are. Like I remember I like, you know, Max uh, yeah. Kevin, when I was dating Kevin, yeah. Kevin has like money. He paid for like everything. When we broke up, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. I can't just go to sushi anytime I want. Like this is like, Honestly, I realized how broke I was. I'm I was gonna like, be, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be saving money if that happens again, because yeah. like, I mean, you can spend your money however you want, but like, I don't think she really planned or like saved which kind of got her in the scenario of having to move out of state, you know? Mm. 
it hits right <laughs> yeah it does it smells really good i like it. i'm like addicted i'm like sniffing this shit like <laughs> okay. um, but that also i mean with my ex too we had an agreement too it was it wasn't 50 50 it was like 65 45 okay no wait 65 35 whatever know. equal i don't know yeah math. whatever equals 100. well yeah, yeah yeah he paid a little bit more yeah. but he did it based off salaries because he made more money than i did he d- I mean, he... That is such a... Yeah, he was sorry. too much into... It was too much. Yeah. Like, at the he time... He did it, it based off salary, not even just, like... I don't know. Love? I don't love know. Love? Yeah, yeah I don't weird. Know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, I can imagine that being really tough. Because, like, you know, having Brian now, like, it is really nice to have, like, that support. Because I was, like, for so long, just, like, independent and just, like... having to just like care for myself and like not having like anyone else that like now being with Brian I'm like yeah I could see like if this was like reversed and I like had someone like majority of my 20s to then like having to be like oh wait like I don't have that like extra fucking income anymore yeah it's scary like it could get very like yeah you know like it could get it could could ruin the ego a little bit You have to learn how to depend on yourself. Especially when, like, everyone else is at a place maybe in their career that's, like, they are able, you know, make a certain amount more or whatever it is. Like, I I feel like how much we make sometimes puts a really weird wedge between friendships. Yeah. Like, if, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's, like, I think I saw, like, an article about that where it's, like, when you have, like, a, a wage gap, between certain friendships <laughs> yeah. like a wage an age gap a wage a gap, wage gap. <laughs> like you know what I mean like where one person let's say is yeah. like a struggling artist or whatever and they're like working as a waitress and you have someone who's like maybe high up in corporate and has like the secure job and your best friends like it's yeah difficult you know because I mean I think even for me as someone is like you know I I guess I put myself in more of like the the artist kind of like struggle where I've always had a change of career and stuff and I have friends who are like nurses and are like in corporate or have like you know those like stable jobs um that have worked hard for those you know but like sometimes it is kind of difficult because they want to like just up and jump and go to Hawaii and I'm like hold on hold on yeah give me like a few months to plan this like I can't just go up you know like a week or whatever like that's not like realistic for me you know but then so sometimes it 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 could be this weird thing between friendships and sometimes even jealousy like happens too and like you know like I'll I'll admit that I've felt that sense of jealousy but I try not to let that like run my friendship with yeah you know with anybody but I could see how that could really like hurt the ego yeah again the way of friendships so you know maybe it's something like that and maybe it's just as simple as just like you guys are just like becoming different people you know yeah it does it does feel I don't know it feels that way a little bit yeah like it's it's hard it's hard to see that with friendships um do you also just feel like I'm just going through a lot over here, you guys. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it's going yeah. through a lot. Um, like, do you ever feel like, like you kind of like are sad or you more in that like old friendship you had? Like, um, I think I'm, I think I'm a little sad, but I think I'm more, I'm seeing things in a way that 
I'm like, I should have, it shouldn't have taken this long for me to express my needs. Like, mm. I can't believe it's taken me this long. Um, cause it, it makes me sad. Cause I look back, you know, at times or ups and downs in a friendship where I'm like, Ooh, I've, I'm like letting myself get walked all over like constantly. And right. it's really, it's not like their fault. It's my fault. Cause I didn't speak up. Right. You know, like I didn't, I didn't speak up for myself. And so I, I don't know. I feel like I get sad because a part of me is like, I want to get to the like real, like the, the most raw and real, like, I don't know, point of any connection or relationship. Like I'm a Pisces. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you like, you like feel it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm like, do you even know who I really am when you don't even know that I want to chill sometimes. Like just so, just social awareness, I think right. would tell. I, I think I have enough social awareness where if I see someone chilling, they're like, I'm good. I I hear you and like, I'm not still talking or like, I'm, I'm not overstepping myself. Like I can right. pick up on social cues. Right. And I feel like maybe in, that I've, you know, uh, recollect that she doesn't have those social cues. So it makes me sad that, maybe there are things that I've learned in life that other people haven't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of yeah. sad. Like everyone's on their own journey. So it's exactly. like, but the way that the conversation has happened to try to reconcile or express my boundaries. Oh yeah. Cause you, you talked to her about that, right? Trying to be like, okay, yeah. these were, and you, you were telling me earlier how like you were trying to, you know, like, be intentional with it and like wrote down a list and didn't want to speak on emotions. It's just like, okay, like I, this made me feel this type of way, this, you know, and then she, how did she react? Um, I feel like it was mostly stonewalling. It was, it was a little bit of, it was evasive. Um, you know, and, and this is like where my, I've noticed my empath comes out where, um, you, in a lot of conversations, I've been very sensitive to, you know, other people's hardships and I offer, um, support in the best way that I know I'm I'm there to listen and like offer solutions and like tell you it sucks and like really be there. And it's been like that for like a year and a half. And then when I feel like, okay, I have, my feelings are hurt now. I want to bring this up, you know? Um, it was more, it was, it was kind of cold and more like, you're making me feel guilty. Like, I don't want to talk about this. I'm not in a place to talk about this. And it's like, okay, right. Let's have this conversation another time. And, you know, a week went by, which, like I said, looking at this, at at like relationships with guys, if I was dating a guy and I told him, Hey, you hurt my feelings. And he said, like, I can't deal with this right now. And you don't even hear from them. You don't hear like, okay, maybe a day, maybe a day, but like two or three or like five, like five a whole week. I'm like, all right. Like you don't give a shit about me. Right. Yeah. So, and I care about this friendship so much that like, if you can let a week go by, then maybe I valued this friendship a little bit differently than you because this is hurting me right now like is this not hurting you that you can go weak I think it does hurt but I think she's just being more avoidant about it and I think a lot of it's because she's not like confronting herself and maybe like trying to put blame on you or trying to like find a reason or whatever 
it almost just seemed like, but I, I, I wouldn't doubt. I mean, I, I feel like there's no doubt in my mind that she like feels something. Like she's, she's, pro- she's not yeah. just being like whatever, and like careless. Like she's yeah. human, so she's, she like you know, she's yeah. also in this friendship too. She's just being really avoided. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it yeah. just leaves me with, um, you know, the question of like, how much of this am I going to allow? Yeah. Um, it's up to you to be like because it just made it worse like it to me it made it worse because now I'm not upset about the original issue of telling you you know um that I just want to be chill or whatever like respect my space now it just became about like your conflict resolution skills because she texted me a week later and then said like hey I'm upset by our conversation my priority is the wedding we can potentially talk after the wedding and it's not her wedding. She's just in the wedding. Yeah, she's okay, the maid of honor of, the, yeah, yeah. of the bride. And the way that I read that, <laughs> the way that I read that, I was like, I'm like, am I overanalyzing this? But, like, when I read it, I'm like, okay, first, first sentence, I'm upset by the conversation. Okay, so your feelings. Right. Like, you're not, you're upset about, you're upset. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, second thing, the priorities of wedding, fair, I get that. Third thing, I can potentially talk to you after the wedding. So I can't even bet that we're going to have a conversation. Right. And nowhere in that is there an acknowledgement of my feelings. Um, yeah. And then I got sent the Venmo of like, here's your hat. Here's what you owe for the dinner from the bachelor. <laughs> That's a little spicy. It is spicy. And I'm like, you know, younger me would be like, this is so, I mean, it is petty. It's so it is. petty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and but I, it's also like it, it's petty, and it's also like, like you you can't emotionally hear my hear me out, but like you can cash a check, right? <laughs> like and with no emotions and no remorse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, who knows? She may she just may just need some time, like give her the benefit of the doubt. But then, like after the wedding, she still is nothing. Then just like take it for what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm not, I'm not trying to think of the future so much. Yeah. Um, But I did, I think I did respond to that. And I said, I was like, I said, I'm, I was like, I'm disappointed that you're more hurt about the conversation rather than feeling like feeling hurt by my feelings. Right. Um, And then I think I said like, if you think I will respect your space, but if you think that talking after the wedding is the best solution, that's not making things better in the friendship to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, it's true though. Cause it's like, I, I'm not going to anticipate what's going to happen. All I can be is who I am today, but I'm not going to, I can't be cool with people who can't respect my feelings like exactly. I can't yeah who won't show up for you <laughs> yeah so I, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna show up to this wedding and be like you know I can be friendly and cordial to an extent right just for the, <laughs> the sake of the bride yeah but I can't pretend like nothing happened yeah that's a hard one you know it's you know? so weird like I feel like weddings and bachelorettes and like it like brings a side of people. I don't it know does. what it is because I feel like I hear this all the time and it like happened to me and I just like, it's so weird. And I think it's just like, 
because maybe we're like entering a new phase in our life. Like someone's getting married, someone's going through this, and someone I don't know. It's like yeah, yeah. And you spend a lot of time with each other around this time yeah. because you're like celebrating in like fifty different ways because yeah. there's always like fifty different fucking parties for one wedding. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I know like, it is a lot. Like a it kind of becomes bat, like, yeah. It kind of becomes a little bit of a sisterhood. That's what yeah. I told the bride. I said, I'm like, we're all really like, you know, in each other's space. And like, you really get to know a person and mm-hmm. you kind of click with certain people and other people you don't. And yeah. And then yeah. going back to the wage gap, there's people who are like, oh yeah, like I want to do this and this and that. And you're like, it's very expensive, you know? And then like, there's people who like can't afford it or like there's people who like, you know, so it just becomes like really weird, you know? And especially in this economy. Oh Yeah. You know, yeah. like everything's really fucking expensive. Even if you can't afford it, like it's still like expensive. Like everything's very it expensive, is. you know? So it's just like, it gets, it gets really tricky. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So it's my first experience. I'm like, this is like Bridesmaids, like the movie. It like, literally Bridesmaids was like fucking accurate. Yeah. Well, that's what that's, yeah. I feel like it gives me a lot of comfort that I'm like, this would be happening. Yeah. Like th- there would be fights. Like yeah. right now it's like the maid of honor is a, is fighting with the man of honor, which is the bride's gay cousin. So they're in a fight. And now like, what I'm like, hell? well, all these fights are like breaking out. And I'm like, wow. For, for a fucking wedding. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, crazy. It's just, this should be about love, not drama. It should be about love. Yeah. But people like it to is. make it into drama. Yeah. 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 And it's like, the yeah. thing is, it's like, when you start, especially for like me and you, or we were always like, maybe start off as like very shy people or like timid and then to like start like creating boundaries for ourselves it just like gets people to be uncomfortable like they don't know what to do with themselves because they're just so used to like you not like being easy you know what I mean and not like caring and just allowing the behavior yeah and then once you're just kind of like hey I don't like that they just don't know what to do with themselves like I remember and one of the bachelorettes, um, so I snore really loud, as you guys could tell, mouth breather, <laughs> allergy, it's just, a, it's a respiratory thing. Um, so I snore really loud, uh, and I get it, it's like, snoring is not, it's, I don't like to be around people who snore too, like, I get it, it's just like annoying. It's just how you go about it, and obviously there's just like, you can't help it. Yeah. So of course, the bachelorettes are going on trips with friends, like, you're sharing a hotel, you're yeah. like... Someone's got to sleep next to you, you know, and bring so, your earplugs, bring your earplugs, <laughs> like bring your headphones, yeah. like prepare yeah. for it, you know. Um, however, my friends were just like, I mean, they've known me my whole life. They know that I snore. Yeah. Um, but their way of dealing with it was just like always throwing shit at me to like stop. Oh, like they think that's funny. Yeah. Like, they think oh, it's funny no. and effective because I'll snore and you hit me and I like will yeah. stop for a minute. And then like hit me again when it gets loud. And it's just like, that's not cool. That's, that's fucking not, rude. Yeah. That's yeah. so fucking rude. Yeah. And so the next morning they like were talking about it, just saying like, you know, um, like laughing about how they're throwing shit at me. And I like was like, that's not fucking funny. Like this is like a health issue. Yeah. And I can't help that I snore. snore. Yeah. Like, and I don't think it's funny that your way of hand- going about it is just like doing this. And then, so I called him out and it was like, the first time and like, I mean, our 15 years of friendship where I was like, because they used to, oh, that it was like a common thing they used to always make fun of me for. And so no one ever wants to sleep next to me or when they do, again, throw shit at me, whatever. It was like a whole thing. Do you and kind so, of become like the butt of a, 
of the yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. And so I would just take it before and laugh with them. And finally, I was just like, it's not fucking funny. It's a health issue. I can't handle it. I can't, like, control it. I actually have a doctor's appointment I'm going to. Like, this is something I'm, like, dealing with. And, like, for you to just, like, make fun of me for this is just, like, it's not okay. And they were, like, <laughs> like, just did not know what to say. Because they were not used to me being, like, fuck Same you guys. Thing. Like, yeah. don't make fun of me, you know? Yeah. And they're so used to, like, being those being the friend to make you know they're so used to me being the friend that would just take the shit and just move on but like that that's not okay like i we're we're not kids anymore we're not we're grown fucking adults let's respect each other yeah you know like i get it it's annoying that i snore but like but the way you're going about it is just a fuck you're you're a fucking asshole yeah so i'm gonna call you out on it yeah and they don't like being looked at as the asshole in the situation you know so that's fuck what y'all. I feel like what people yeah mm-hmm. so fuck you guys I'm not friends with you guys anymore so fuck you bitches I think that's what pe- <laughs> what people need to understand too is like when you're sharing your feelings or something like it's not personal you know it's yeah. like they take it like a personal attack or you're attacking them but it's like that's yeah. not fucking cool it's just me being like hey that's not okay and like this it's yeah. like because honestly, it, it's you shouldn't. It's a health issue. Like you don't make yeah. fun of me for it. It's like it'd be different if like they never knew I snored or whatever. I yeah. stopped. I started snoring out of nowhere, and it was like, what is this? What's happening here, yeah. Steph? But it was like this is something that I've always been like ever since I was a kid. Like you, we've had plenty of sleepovers. You should know how to prepare for this. Grab some fucking yeah. headphone, bitches. Get some <laughs> yeah. fucking earplugs. You know, yeah. like, like my boyfriend. You know, has to sleep with me every night, and like usually he's fine. But sometimes when it gets loud, he like puts his headphones on and that helps him yeah you know like there's ways i've had um, to share a room with my mom when we've traveled and she snores, she snores yeah, yeah. So i can't do it with plugs. my dad he snores so loud too. He, he's where i got it Ear from plugs and then sometimes the pillow over my head yes yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and honestly i were like just leave the room or whatever but like yeah no it's it's hard i get it like it's i, I don't I, and I told him too. I was like, I wish I didn't snore. Like, I wish I didn't. If it's I could like stop, I would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not like my fucking fault. Like, don't be rude. You yeah. know. So, um, so yeah. To all you bitches out there, make fun of people who snore. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. No. So it's also something that you can't change about yourself. Yeah. You know, it's not that Which easy to change. Even, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like, it's just not. And, you know, I've, like, tried because when I was younger, my, uh, I had a doctor that was like, oh, it's just her. Because I was, like, a little girl that's just had, like, a massive snort. Like, I just sound like a beast at, like, five what years is old. It, what is it? Is it, like, your septum? Yeah, or it's like my that? septum. But one time when I was younger, they are like, because my parents were like, I don't know why this little girl just, like, snores <laughs> so fucking loud. Like, it's just. And they said, like, my tonsils were big, so they removed my tonsils. But that didn't do anything. That was a waste of time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, but it's definitely my septum and like sleep apnea. So, what's sleep apnea? It's like where you like stop breathing when you're nose, like just when you're sleeping. So, yeah. So it's like you know, I mean, so yeah, yeah. Respect, like that's fucking. That doesn't sound like you'd want that. Exactly. Like fuck you guys. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyways yeah friends are tough but they are tough i think it's good the best thing about like creating boundaries and standing up for yourself is that like you'll know who your real friends are yeah because you're like all these fake other bitches yeah get out of here well that's that's like or the ones that will like try to work through it and try to be better like you know like they'll they'll show up in different ways yeah if they're a girlfriend 
No, yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, it just it changes. No matter what, I'm I'm thankful for like this experience because when I did share my feelings, my voice, I was shaking and I was thinking of like, I don't know, there's like that quote about like, like, you know, speak up even if your voice shakes. Yeah. And that's, I was, and I was like, man, I'm like such a little bitch. I was like, my voice I'm trying to be confident, but it's like, that's how much I care and how much it means to me, like to, to speak up. And like, that's one of the biggest things I've had to learn, like in the last year and a half is like, you know, you can love someone so much and like put them, other people's happiness makes me so happy, but like, you can't forget about yourself in the process, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to do more and like learn how to be my mom just actually like I saw her on Monday for Labor Day and she you know was telling me how she's like I you know raised you to be a kind and compassionate person but maybe I did a couple things wrong and I was like bless you I was like what I was like what do you think that you did wrong and she's like She's like, maybe I didn't teach you how to like stand up for yourself. And I was like, no, I was like that. I don't think that's on you, mom. Like, I think you taught me how to be compassionate and to be kind. And you gave, I have a good heart from that. But I also recall when I was a little kid, there were a couple times that my uncles or my aunts, my tios, they would be like, you know, you're being selfish. And as a little kid, like being called selfish, like that stuck with me. And I'm like, selfish is bad. Selfish is wrong. But selfish is great it is like, yeah i think that like yeah, yeah. you're right i like, think people can be self-absorbed or they can yeah. be self-centered um but it's okay to be but, selfish yeah and i'm like being selfish is like kind of putting yourself first so i have to i have to do that you know like i yeah. have to and it, it comes down to like even the simplest things like i remember with like my ex it'd be like you know the question that everyone always asks like what what do you want to eat for dinner and you're like I don't know I don't know I don't know it's hard to decide it is it is it really is but I realized and so this is like a great simple example yeah that I wouldn't even think about what I wanted because all I wanted was what he wanted and also I mean that goes off on a tangent of like he also wanted everything his way right (laughs) which is a whole other yeah he's very like alpha He was very alpha. Yeah. And I feel like he would trick me where he'd be like, he'd want to hear my opinion, but then he'd want what he wanted. So I'd be like, why did you ask for my opinion? Right. And then like, why, why am I sharing my opinion if you want to do what you want to do anyways? Exactly. Um, but I didn't think about what I wanted. And now I have to at least answer that question to myself inside. You know, like it could be simple. Like if you're hanging out with friends or like, you know, we want to go to this bar or whatever. And then you're like, think about what you want first. Do you want to go to this bar? Do you want to go home? Those are the questions I'm asking myself right now. Like when I told you at the bachelor, I'm like, I need a nap. I'm not in this mindset of like, let's go, let's party. Like I could do that, but I know that I need Uh, a a break. Yeah. Cause I will get cranky and then you're not going to like me when I'm cranky. So like ask myself, what do I need? And I think if, you know, if that's being self, I don't know if that's being selfish. Were, were they pissed like, that you were taking a nap? No, I don't, I don't think they were. Okay. But I mean, that's why she was waking me up and oh, was like, right. you know, that's take true. Adderall. It's like, you're like I don't oh. need to be, a, I don't need it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're like, if I just take this fucking yes. 20 to 30 minute nap, I'm yes. solid. Like, yeah. I think there's just like a fundamental misunderstanding that if I'm just being chill, something's wrong. Um, mm-hmm. 
Or maybe it's their need to be really like, drunk. And yeah. it's like, can you can you not be like I cannot be drunk and have fun. Right. Can or like you? <laughs> or like because it's a bachelorette, you're like, you have to be constantly be on. Yeah. Like I think that's also like a misunderstanding too. It's just like because it's a bachelorette, we're celebrating this, you have to be on, we have to on, we could go. Like next club, next yeah, club, <laughs> next, next club, yeah. next club. Yeah. Which is like okay, if you could hang, but we're like in our thirties, like let's appreciate the fucking yeah. chill moments too. Yeah. Like I like like just chilling on the fucking beach on my vacation yeah. and doing nothing sometimes. It's just like just laying there fucking yeah. like toasting instead of like yeah. trying a million, you know, like or like switch it up. I think like having a break is good no matter what. Yeah. No, yeah, there was and things like that too. It's like you know, when you have a large group together, I remember there was one moment too where like I was sitting um by the pool outside on the couch and I had just, that's when I got up from my nap. I went outside and I just like, I was just sitting on the couch, um, put my feet up on like the table. And then um, Tiffany came over and she was just like, come, she's like, why don't you come with us? Like, come hang out. And like, we're all talking up there. And I kind of was like, oh, I'm cool here. And she's like, no, come on, I'll, I'll get you a chair. And like, she insisted, you know? And yeah. so I went and then like, they were in the middle of a conversation, some girls. And then like, you know, she got my seat. She physically got me, put me on the seat and then moved my chair so that we're kind of in a circle. And it, there's, that's, I'm just like, okay, I'm now I'm here, but it's like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to be here. Like, yeah, you got it. Want this? It just didn't feel organic. It didn't. Right. It felt like you think that I need to be social to have a good time. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. And maybe that's other people's way of like, you know, that's maybe she was under some kind of pressure to make sure everyone is having a good time. Right. I don't know. Maybe or maybe not or like I. I feel like I can't really speak for her. Yeah. But like, cause I don't, I don't think I like, I met her, but I don't think yeah. I like know her like, like that. Yeah. This is just me, my, my cycle. And it's like, right, right. But you know, her. I mean like, yeah, if, if you feel like, but at the same time, it's just like, if like, just let people do what they want. If you just wanted to chill somewhere else for a second, it doesn't mean you like are being antisocial. Yeah. It's just like, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm all for just like, do what you want. Let's not force people to like, yeah, you know, like do yeah. certain things. I don't know. Yeah. It's fucking weird. I just want to listen to my intuition more. I yeah. Because yeah. your intuition, like, and I've, you know, in the moment, it's like, I don't know. I think I'm the type of person that, like, it takes me a moment to process. I'm a slow processor. So I don't yeah. know that things are happening. Sometimes I'm the same way, too. Yeah. You're kind of like, you're like trying to understand the situation. It's a lot of social dynamics yeah. too. And it's like people's cousins and like, you know, yeah. then it was like a friend's sister. And I'm like, shit, I don't know. I don't know the dynamics here. Right. It's like, no, it's so true. And yeah. Like as things are happening, sometimes you don't realize they're happening. You're just, yeah, you're processing it. And, and then later you're like, wait, I, that was fucked up. <laughs> you know, it'd be like, I didn't like how they did that or whatever. So like, yeah. I just think that like, you know, I mean, don't beat yourself up for stuff like that. I think sometimes you don't know what's what's happening until, like, later on. But I think just, like, moving forward, just, like, yeah, you know, like, letting her know, like, these are my boundaries. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think with other friends, too, it's, like, it's good to have check-ins because when, you know, I don't know, I guess, yeah, feeling hurt that my feelings have not been heard, you know, expressing to someone that my feelings are hurt and, they just didn't, they haven't acknowledged it. It's hurtful. It is really hurtful. And so I had to reach yeah. out. I had to find support, you know, elsewhere. Um, and when I talked to, 
like one of my close friends, my guy friend Dylan, like I explained it to him and he Which, was <laughs> I'm gonna get back to Dylan because I yeah. feel like I him and I have a lot of mutual friends. You do? And I feel like I always see him. Have you hung out? I've hung out with him like three or four times with you. Oh my God. <laughs> but every time I meet him, he doesn't remember me. But I'm like, what but you hell? know so and 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 so. And I'm like, I don't know how I keep realizing he's friends with like the same people. You know the same people. Yeah. I was I was telling him the story. Okay. Um, and he's an Aquarius, and I have I'm an Aquarius too. You are? Yeah. Oh yeah. Duh. <laughs> I, well, I just found out I'm an Aquarius Moon. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like there's a connection. It makes a lot of sense to me once I found. I think I knew I was an Aquarius Moon before I even. You were an Aquarius Moon. Yeah. yeah. But he has like we can talk about things in such a like a, a level where I explained this story to him, and I'm like, "Am I crazy?" And he was like. He was able to like reiterate everything I said. And I'm like, oh, okay. It all makes sense. Like, I right. think. Oh, is he I'm like just, into astrology and stuff? No, oh, no, no. I was telling him the story of like with Tiffany. Oh, right, um, right. It's just like, I never really have um, miscommunications with people. So when it happens, I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> I'm like, I think, you know, I'm able to have like mature conversations. So. I don't know, like sharing it with him. I'm like, I guess this is what happens. Like when you have drama in your life, like. Right, right. There's just, you guys are at odds. I don't know. I don't I'm even consider like, it like just drama. I don't even consider it drama. I just consider it just like, I think it's just like testing friendships right now. Yeah. Just because you're, it's because you're creating boundaries. Yeah. So like with that is like, it's not going to be a smooth process. It's just like things are going to be tested. Friendships you know dates boyfriend whatever like people yeah. work you know everything's gonna be like tested um to see like if you learn you know you have yeah. to learn somehow so yeah that's just what I think yeah for sure yeah well anything else about friendships and I'm over here like struggling <laughs> no I'm happy for our friendship I'm so happy for our fr I'm so happy that like we've yeah. still continued to just like I don't know like bond even though we like don't see each other all the time like it doesn't need to be like we hang out all the time in order to like have a good solid friendship yeah like I love that like we are always know that like you'll be there or I'll be there yeah you know? so and I, I always know. love that we could like talk about anything well now you're in a relationship and I'm single and I know like, it's always the like longest time. but the wait no we were single <laughs> for a while yeah and then you got a boyfriend that and was like four years four years yeah. and then then you guys broke up and then I got a boyfriend so yeah. We're flipping. Hopefully we won't yeah. break up. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm just, I'm proud of us. Cause I feel like we've grown up a lot and I always love like talking to you. Cause I like, it's always a reminder of like how much we've like grown up, you know? Yeah. Cause we're just like different people. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Well, where can people find you? Do you want them to stalk you on Instagram? You can. Yeah. You or can take a yoga class with yeah, you if they're in LA. LA. If you want to take yoga, I teach yoga at Moto Yoga. Echo Park. I'm on the schedule. You can find me there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't only really post on Instagram, but you can follow me. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to take a class. Yeah. You should do that. Come take a class. I'm, I'm it's hot to. yoga. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, but it's good. It's no, like, no, I've done like, hot yoga recently and I literally was like, it felt so good for days, but I was like, afterwards wanted to faint. Yeah. Well, I mean, also if like you have a busy mind, I feel like it brings, yeah. you know, I mean, you have to focus because it's hot. I was going like, to say you're like you're going to feel like you're going to die, but 
you learn yeah. that you have endurance and resilience. So. Oh, for sure. It was like yeah. the greatest workout ever when I did hot yoga. I was just yeah. like, oh my God. Because it was like I walked out, it was hot outside. <laughs> it was just like oh no escaping heat. Yeah. So maybe like in the winter time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Keep you warm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come but, to my yoga class. I know. So you guys go take Zoo's yoga classes. Maybe I'll be there since I'm moving back to LA. Anyways, follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. I'm Fred Armisen. I play Bob in the New Realm podcast, Black Friday. And I'm Amy. I'm, uh, not in the podcast, but I am here to tell you about it. What is scarier than Black Friday for retail employees? All those enthusiastic shoppers and two-for-one steak knife sets? So what if working the sales didn't just feel like hell, but there was an actual hellhole in your store and zombies attacking you and your coworkers? That's the premise for this new podcast from Realm, Black Friday, starring Emmy-nominated actor and former SNL cast member Fred Armisen. After a portal to an otherworldly hellscape is opened in the middle of their store, Mark Club employees must beat back the evil that has escaped before the store opens to Black Friday customers. This horror comedy podcast is like Evil Dead meets Office Space, and is the perfect depiction of how retail jobs can sometimes be literal hell. If this show sounds like it's up your shopping aisle, I mean, up your alley, then you know what you should do? Listen to Black Friday wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, what Fred said. And be sure to subscribe or visit realm.fm for more information.